2: what's up everybody welcome back to off the water this is the last episode for 2020 today i have a special guest mr brad hicks and this episode is going to be all about you guys so let's take a moment and introduce our guest brad tell us a little bit about yourself where you're from what you're kayak fishing out of and what you're all about man
1: Brad Hicks, I'm from Kettering, Ohio. Uh born and raised in Ohio. Um, and I'm fishing out of a Hobie PA twelve at the moment.
2: Nice. Yeah. So if if you guys haven't been following uh Mr. Brad Hicks on Instagram or Facebook, you definitely gotta check uh check him out because this man right here will show you how to throw down on the little Miami. <laughs>
1: the great miami i do fish the little miami too though what's that buddy i I fish both the there's a great miami and a little miami up here but i I like the great miami better
2: so how long have you been fishing for brad
1: uh well i grew up fishing with my dad and then there was like a point in time where we didn't fish for 10 years so uh I picked it back up after I moved out, which was about like 22 years old, I'm g- guessing, something like that. And I've been fishing for 10 years nice. on, my, on my own.
2: Cool. And then when you're not fishing, what are you doing to uh, feel your habits?
1: <laughs> Take pictures of my gear <laughs> 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 and then post it on Instagram.
2: <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. And on Pal and Finn, you are the host. Yep,
1: the final cast.
2: And with the final cast, a uh, little bit about your segment.
1: Uh, we, uh, me, and Josh Eldridge, we do a product review segment on the Panel and Fin Podcast Network, where we talk to people in the industry about uh, their products. Uh, we do sh- highlights on products, and uh, we it, a lot of it's positive stuff. Like we like to talk to the the people in the industry about their products, but then we'll also do review segments to where there's products that we don't like and we'll talk crap about them. It just depends on, you know, I, I, I want to keep it honest. So I don't always want to talk about the good. You know what I mean?
2: Right. And that's what we need, man. We need a lot of blunt. It just has to be blunt. Um, You know, because people pay good money for, for, you know, products that are out there. And if you're if you're, you know, let's face it, you're in a market today where there's you're flooded between pro staff and try this and this bait and this the other. And, you know, especially if you're new, you know, there's a lot of people who are new to the kayak fishing world and the tournament scene. So when you get flooded left and right with uh, this is the way to go or this is the way to go and you you know, and it's happened to me, I'm sure it's happened to a lot of our listeners. You don't know which way to go. So having Mm -hmm. a podcast or having, um, an outlet to help you guiding your decisions. And by all means, when I've heard your, before becoming a member of the podcast, I listened to your guys' segment and it's, it's my decisions were made based upon a lot of your guys' opinions. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's out there and when you influence like that, um, you know, it it has a great impact on on these companies too.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm no way in like a a expert at some of this gear stuff. It's just, I use it. So I have, I form an opinion that's basically what
2: it is. You know, and what else it is is that you're an everyday angler. You're, you're an average guy. And this is, this is an average, you know, we're average people who take, you know, these opinions from everyday people and and trust it, you know, because let's face it, we're not Kevin Van Dam, Mark Zona out there who are, you know, viewing sponsors left and right striking this and, you know, so on and so forth. We're out there every day, just like everybody else. And we give an honest opinion about a brand that we, uh, that we so desire.
1: Yeah. And most of the time those products are, you know, they're, I mean, they're not low end, but they're not like super high end either. So we we keep the budget in mind when we're talking and a lot of our shows revolve around companies that we, we like, like to use. So a lot of it is going to be positive, but we ended this year with an episode, me and Armando uh, talking about gear. We didn't like this year. So we'll throw some stuff like that in as well.
2: Yeah. And it's much, it's much needed. So, well, thank you for the uh, introduction and let's uh let's jump right in this is going to be our listeners choice episode so over the last week if you guys have been following my uh my personal facebook my instagram for four star fishing and paddle and fins instagram you've been seeing a lot of questions being posed about uh travel and destinations and fishing destinations so tonight we are going to answer, we're going to put your guys' answers out there and for everybody to hear and give people somewhat of a fresh perspective and a fresh hope for 2021. So <laughs> let's face it, this year absolutely sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so without any further ado, let's hop into these questions. So the first question that was posed was if you could pick any destination to travel to in the United States, where would it be? And what draws you there? So the answer I have is Boston, Boston, Massachusetts. Um, what draws me there is kind of unique. It's, even though it's considered a bigger city, there's a lot of charm to it. I've never been number one, but, um, a lot of the architecture that's around there. I'm kind of a nerd for that. And also too fishing, you're, you're in like striper heaven. I mean, to go out and, and I'll, I'll, I'll throw a little, a little sauce out there, but I'm a little jealous of, uh, John B and the Guggen squad when they did their <laughs> uh, little adventure out there, but it actually opened up my eyes to how much of a sleeper, uh, how much of a sleeper that place is? It's uh, you know, you know, they caught a five-pound bass in the in the river in Boston <laughs> and they were catching Monster Striper in the Chesapeake Bay. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, you got fresh and saltwater there too. Nobody really thinks about that part of the uh Atlantic coast being saltwater, but that's all saltwater fishery right there as well. So yeah. Boston is my answer for this one. Fred, what do you have?
1: Well, I'll, first I'll say Boston's a good uh, pick because, like, man, I I didn't even think about that. The history, and then like you got the sports traditions. I'm a sucker for sports tradition, man. I absolutely love it. I love getting to a big city and just seeing like that town rep their sports teams, and uh, it's awesome. <laughs> but um, I think I answered maybe Texas. I'm Houston. I'm guessing. Okay, uh I, I, that's near the coast down there, right? Yeah, it sure is. Uh, I've never actually been to Texas, but man, I think what dra- draws me there is the weather, the uh, the fishing, of course, and then I've seen pictures of rivers. There's a guy I follow on Instagram. Uh, I'm a big river guy. Uh, he fishes these Texas rivers. I'm like, man, those look awesome. Really shallow rivers, and then like in the middle of nowhere. Doesn't look like it'd be in Texas. It just kind of blows my mind, but yeah, Texas would be my pick. And I'll, I've always wanted to try Whataburger or whatever it's called.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? So I have been to Texas quite a bit, and I I love Texas. And if it was up to me, uh, you know, I at, when I retire, that's that's on the radar for where I'd move to. Uh, but some, you know, we, we gotta we gotta crawl before we could run. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say this, and I probably will be beheaded for it. And if Armando's listening, he'll probably uh, want to kick my ass when I come down there. Uh, I think Dustin would too, but I don't think Whataburger is that great. And oh, I said it. I said it.
1: You make a bunch of people mad
2: because that's out here all the time. <laughs> but I will say this I will give it a second chance because I had it inside the Dallas, uh, inside the loves airport in Dallas, so oh, yeah. it was airport one, but it still wasn't that great.
1: Yeah, that's like a McDonald's in the middle of, like, a rest area. Yep. <laughs>
2: that's funny. Um, So what we're going to do is we're going to answer some of your guys' questions here. Give me one second. And then... And guys just so you if you guys are listening and watching this on Facebook, we have new software so we're playing around with it but um just getting used to some of the features on here. So the uh let's see here. We want to go back to. Here we go. All right, so on my Instagram, uh for this question, there was one uh there was one actual reply in here that was through um
0: Learn more at Marines.com.
2: When you post it up on the uh, wall and someone could, it was posed as a question and someone answers in the question, I have it written down. And uh, it was Rocky who answered Gatlinburg and the Smoky Mountains uh, because of the draw, how beautiful the scenery was. Mm. Was The answer that was responded from there on the Instagram but on Facebook, on my personal Facebook, I had quite a bit of response here, so I'm going to share that screen with you guys, and we're going to read off some of your guys' answers. Tennessee's a good one, man. I love Tennessee. Oh, you ain't kidding, man. Tennessee is great. Now that's where me and Olivia meet in the middle on of when we want to retire. <laughs> that's, one <laughs> of the, uh, that's one of the options. Yeah. So, so I'm going to go ahead and read off some of the uh, some of the comments that came through on my personal facebook page and we have martin uh he has louisiana for the food and music and you know what i have you ever been to new orleans no further south uh, i've been is like georgia i think so new orleans is actually uh is is a good time But you you had to do it, like, in three days. If you do any longer than three days, you're like, crap. It's like Groundhog Day every day down there. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Oh, yeah. Uh, Chris Quinn, uh, he said his family vacations are always around the lakes. Water skiing, tubing, fishing, cruising, uh, decent town with things to do. The Dells, uh, Table Rock, Branson, Hot Springs, Arkansas with uh, Lake Hamilton. So that's cool, and you know I've been to uh, been to Branson and Table Rock, and that's a that's an awesome time there, man. Table Rock is a great oh, lake of fish. I want to go. Vicky has the Grand Canyon, Vegas, and then Nashville, and then she said the Grand Canyon is majestic, Vegas for the atmosphere and the energy, and Nashville for music on every corner, good vibes and good food. Hmm. So I had to agree with her on. Las Vegas Las Vegas was kind of uh kind of like a weird um it was a very weird time when I was down there so we did me and my buddies went to Utah and we did all the national parks that's the trip we did the mountain biking in Canyonlands but we flew home from Las Vegas and I won for I won about four grand on a single roll at blackjack that day, and we were only there for Holy like. Holy crap! While. And this was at uh this was at Excalibur, and I will never forget my time in Vegas for that man. It's it awesome. So yeah, yeah, that was that was a good one for sure.
1: So, what'd you and do with I, the money?
2: Uh, it I literally paid off the trip, and then bought everybody dinner that night, and then stashed and yeah. the rest. That's awesome um she also had mentioned uh nashville have you ever been no so nashville is i've been there quite a bit i i do before COVID hit i try to get down there once a year and getting down there there's so many cool bars so many cool it's such a good place just to go and unwind uh i know percy priest lake is close by to there i haven't fished it and i've also contemplated fishing uh the Cumberland river right there. It's uh, it's all been there, but when you're in Nashville, man, it's just such a cool place to hang out, chill and enjoy your time. And there's a lot to see when you're down there. My best recommendation would be going to kid rock kid rocks, big ass honky tonk. That is the <laughs> best. Uh, that is the best bar that's down there. Hands down. That's funny. <laughs> uh, what else we got here? So she had those recommendations Bob Hopper, Yellowstone. Uh, Kudos to that one. Yellowstone is is amazing. It's beautiful. Uh, Our own Dan Perry. And I'm going to butcher this, so help me out here if you can see the screen. (laughs) Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Beautiful and great fishing. Does that sound like I pronounced it right?
1: Looks like it to me. (laughs) All right, I failed failed English.
2: (laughs) So... I've heard of it, and I've seen some pictures, but I've never been. That's something I would be interested in checking out. Um, Mick Wood also has the Grand Canyon, Antelope Canyon, Mount Verde, Tombstone, and he'd go back again. Hmm. Steve Andulio says Hawaii. I don't think anybody would complain that Hawaii would be a great place uh, just to go, kick back, relax. I've been to Hawaii. It's awesome. I love it. Nice. Any uh, Anything you want to share about it? Uh,
1: we went to the big island, Kona, Hawaii. It's not like your typical Hawaiian destination. So uh, it's very hippie-ish island. A lot of hippies there. A lot of shanty towns too, but, man, it, it was cool. Very relaxed uh, little island.
2: Cool. Yeah, I've uh, never been, and that's somewhere I've talked about going before. Let's see here. Um, hey, look it. There's you. <laughs> yep. Texas Because of the weather and the devil's river. Oh, I'm going yeah. to hold off to that one to the next uh, or until we talk about freshwater destinations because me and you both have the same idea there, buddy.
1: Yep. I, I'm actually going to change my answer because I, I did put that devil's river, but <laughs> I, I completely forgot about another destination.
2: Okay. Kevin man says Hawaii again, uh, DC for the incredible museums, Colorado. Uh, if you want to w- witness the mountains in their glory, thanks Kevin for your response. Sam Jones, Arizona, big bass and beautiful weather. All right. Dennis Hernandez has Tennessee as well. Everyone says the vibe down there and I can't, I cannot disagree. The vibe is awesome. Uh, Lindsay, now here's a, here's another one, Maine, for lobster fishing and the views. There you go. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> that And also, you know, repping right now, repping Old Town, who, who are based out of Maine, man. Yep. Uh, I, that's something I consider going uh, to check out that way as well. And then, Marty uh, Quick, we just had him on as a guest. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants to visit the lakes of New Hampshire uh, and Vermont and New York and upper New York. So uh, I learned this uh, a couple episodes ago. That is the Anirondacks, the area. He's oh, reflecting. OK. Yeah. So and then uh, so many so the serene wildlife, amazing fishing, hiking. He's going to make it a goal to be there next year. I might see you up there, man. I, I as I talked about on the couple podcasts ago, I'd like to make it up that way for 9-11. So. Maybe we'll uh, run into each other again up there. Allie Sweet has, she wants to go to Lee Lake and Grand Tetons National Park. Um, I actually never been to, to Leah Lake, but I've been in to uh, Jackson, the Jackson Lake in the Tetons. And it's crystal clear and filled with trout. Uh, Olivia, she's gone on me about this one time and time again, Lake Tahoe. (laughs) And that's all the answers for that question. So I just want to say that was a, for, especially on the personal response, that was a lot for that one. I'm very, I'm very grateful for your guys' answers uh, on that. So Brad, if you want, I'm going to close out my screen. Do you want to share yours for the panel and fin? Yep. Here we go. um, I'm going to share my screen here. Let me stop this one. And then I'm going to pull yours up once you got it. All right. Here we are. All right.
1: Cool. So the same question. Are we good to go? Yeah. All right. The same question we had. If you pick any destination to travel to in the United States, where would it be? And what draws you there? (laughs) Catherine field says Wyoming because Wyoming is, I can't read this all the way. Flaming gorgeous.
2: Uh, tetons, and it's gorgeous. (laughs) Oh, the tetons, dude. I'm telling you, the tetons. I even have it tattooed on me right here. Oh, do you really? Yeah, (laughs) tetons were amazing.
1: That's cool. Um, Ohio Outcast, uh, he says somewhere between Montana and Wyoming, serenity, seclusion, and scenery. Yeah, that, that that area would be cool.
2: I have uh, an aunt who lives out there, and she absolutely loves it, man.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know if uh, all you guys know who David Foyd is with NRS, but he catches some nice smallmouth in Idaho, all that area and stuff. Man, looks like fun. Uh, next one we ha- have here is Jono fishing. He says, "I'm going north, not right now though. He wants to get on some smallies. He's from uh, Texas, and right. I re- actually replied back to this comic because so I thought it was funny." uh i said i i i I find it funny that you texas guys want to come north and everybody from the north wants to go south
2: absolutely (laughs) it's hilarious small mouth we want their big large mouth
1: yeah uh, not me i just want small mouth (laughs) (laughs) but yeah if man if he ever finds himself in ohio for sure i will take him fishing uh next one we have here is wisconsin fishing and hunting that's bradley john he's on the Hunt episode episodes with uh, Jay and Brian, he says Boundary Waters, pristine waters, excellent fishing, remote enough to forget about your day job. Which Boundary
2: is... Waters I have never been to, but we we've, <sighs> we've planned many of trips up there, and I've seen giant smallmouth and walleye come out of those waters.
1: Yeah, me too. And uh, going back to what I was saying earlier, that is the destination I would probably pick because I've always wanted to go up there cool yeah we'll we'll
2: talk about that coming up man
1: and there's actually a guest that you might want to bring on your show because he could talk about the boundary waters he goes up there every every year his name is uh michael teach but he goes by quatico mike on instagram instagram and uh, he has this incredible story about how he was in the boundary waters during 9-11 and he did not find out about 9-11 until five days after he came back from the boundary waters oh shit yeah. That's insane. It, it it's an it's an incredible story and it give me give me chills when I heard it. I was like, "Man, somebody needs to get that guy on the show."
2: Yeah. Well, hey man, we got a whole we got a whole lineup for next year. <laughs> Heck yeah.
1: Uh next one we have here is Jack Van 23. He he wants to go to Michigan uh want to get some more smallmouth fishing in next year for sure. And uh they got beautiful spots.
2: Hey, uh, it, it, that was Jack, right? Yeah, Jack. Just uh, if, if you're interested, man, we're doing the uh, Trail Series tournament for uh, Paddle and Friend, and we have a stop in Michigan on the uh, Cold Water Chain right outside of Battle Creek, Michigan, uh, and also KBF is doing uh, Lake St Clair the first week of June. So, two two good spots to stop to and. You'll probably run into a few of the hosts definitely at our trail stop and at St. Clair as well. Yep.
1: Yeah, that'd be real cool. Next one, uh, Faith and Fishing Podcast. They'd love to see the Rockies, which shout out to them, man, because I've been talking to him a little bit. He has a cool little segment going on over there. Uh, He talks to uh, fishing guys in the industry and talks about their faith. It's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. Rockies would be a cool spot
2: too. You know, it's funny you say that because um, before COVID, uh, a little background, Olivia is my girlfriend and she's a teacher. So when we traveled together, it's during spring break and winter break and the summer. So we were looking at Colorado and it was so hard to pick uh, at Denver specifically. And it was so hard to pick like, you know, we know there's lakes in there. But it's so hard to go for bass fishing. Everything is trout fishing out there. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of have a goal to set for myself to learn to fly fish, so I could do more trout fishing. That'd be cool.
1: Yeah, I've heard the, I've heard the bass fishing out in Colorado and Utah and stuff's not
2: very great. Yeah, but
1: it makes up for it for in other areas, I'm sure.
2: Oh, definitely. I'll attest to that one.
1: Uh, wicked weights. They say the Florida Keys. They want to try fishing those flats for reds, tarpons, and anything else that swims.
2: Yeah, buddy. <laughs> uh, wicked weights. And shout out to uh to the Florida Keys, man. We had it. You know what? I don't know if I could pull it up. Uh, maybe towards the end, I caught my biggest shark in the Florida Keys.
1: That's awesome.
2: Oh yeah. How uh, big was uh, it? Pull that picture up. Uh, we as we know is about thirteen foot long. We didn't pull it into the boat because nobody wanted to deal with that. But, I uh, either. It was probably we kind of guessed it to be around 200 pounds. Jeez, big bull shark, man.
1: That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know what I'd do.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was a fight. It was about an hour to get it, just to get it. Uh, we thought we had a giant uh, or Goliath grouper is what we thought we had hooked, and then we saw it, yeah. we saw it was that shark.
1: Oh well, speaking of goliath grouper, bass, and ginger, he says he wants to go uh, to Tennessee. He said saltwater. He's going to go to fl- uh, the uh, Florida Gulf Coast. Uh, Tennessee has all he needs. The area ha- lakes has it all, and he says the golf has so much to offer. Uh, he says his goliath grouper he caught two years ago had him hooked.
2: Oh man, <laughs> that'd be awesome to land one. Yep
1: uh mike niece says uh texas bunch of lakes and rivers he would like to hit up and it's warmer than ohio he's not lying
2: well <laughs> oh, no. did you got how much snow did you guys get
1: uh we've got we've had snow for the last two days
2: but it, it it's hitting and melting so okay
1: yeah it's not been too bad
2: i know a lot of the guys on the east coast are digging out from like yeah. two, two three feet of snow that they got
1: yeah i, I don't think it's been warm enough to get the ground frozen for it to stick and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Miss fun fishing, Alaska, wild, rugged, pristine. That's a good one. And then there's my answer, but I changed it. All right. To the boundary waters. Cool. And That's all we have.
2: Nice. Well, and for everyone listening, thank you again for your responses because, you know, we kind of, at 1st were like, this wasn't, you know, this was kind of shot in the dark as to how well, this was going to work out and you guys you guys hit it on the head man so thank you guys for participating we got we got a a little bit more questions to go but uh just the just that alone man it just makes me want to go on southwest.com and uh purchase a plane ticket (laughs) dude you're
1: the perfect host for this segment i'll tell you what
2: thank you (laughs) all right so we're gonna move on to the next question. Our next question that we asked was, and we're going to make this on our banner. If you could pick an international destination to travel to, where would it be and what draws you there? So my international destination I have is Iceland. And what draws me to Iceland is the Blue Lagoon and the Northern Lights. I also want to go whale watching while I'm out there. Um, and their capital looks freaking awesome, and I'm going to try to say this the best I can. Skogafoss is the capital of Iceland. Um, and then there's also another town called uh, Reykjavik, and then they have uh, huge waterfalls as well down there. So that is my ultimate, like, hey, if I could go anywhere, it would be Iceland, uh, just because that Blue Lagoon looks Mm -hmm. awesome
1: yeah yeah that that sounds like it'd be nice
0: one of the most legendary shows in the outdoors is on waypoint tv don't miss primo's truth about hunting wednesday nights at 7 p.m eastern on waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment
2: and it's uh it's good year round (laughs) yeah
1: that's true so uh, mine, I guess I'll go ahead and share that here. I, I wrote something different on Instagram. I, I misread the question, but uh, so I'm going to change it because I know exactly what I'm going to change it to. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to go Rome, Italy. Nice. Just because I want to see the Coliseum and there's something about like th- that and Gladiators that gets me jacked up, dude.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: just think it'd be so cool.
2: Gladiators. <laughs> You know, I always fear, like, if you were to walk into the Coliseum and, like, you're in the arena, all of a sudden everything just shuts and they open up, like, a big door. Here comes a lion running out and it's just a lion.
1: (laughs) It's exactly stuff like that. That's what I think of. Or, like, a big, huge gladiator dude that weighs, like, 300
2: pounds and has chains
1: and spikes (laughs) all over him, you know?
2: There's a meme that's been going around and it goes, uh, hey, I don't mean to be the bearer of bad news. But uh, Mad Max was filmed in or was set in 2021. And anybody who's watched uh, Mad Max or Thunderdome knows what we're talking about.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't watch movies, so I don't. I
2: don't oh, know. oh man, yeah, uh, that's a uh, Thunderdome is the second series in the Mad Max series, and Tina Turner plays uh, plays a queen where there, it's just like the Coliseum. And everybody has to fight uh to for their freedom inside of there. Oh, okay. So
1: a yeah, something humor, like that's cool.
2: Little humor to uh <laughs> to line up uh, the year of 2020 here. So Rome is cool, man. And I, I don't know if you know this, but I'm so even though my last name's ski Paskowski and people automatically slap the Polish label on me, which is fine because I'm half Polish, but I'm also <laughs> half Italian as well. Oh so, really? Yeah, that's cool. So it, even though I should say Italy is uh, a destination, it is. But I'd like to go to uh, Iceland more before going to Italy. Yeah. So we're gonna take uh we're gonna take some answers from uh from our listeners, and uh, let's see what we got here. So share screen. I got one answer on my Instagram, but quite a few on the Facebook. So we'll start with the Instagram answer. And that's going to be from Dan Perry. So, um, and I'm, I'm going to butcher this because I, M- Maldives, I believe that's how you pronounce it. And he says he was there on deployment uh, for six months in the military. He's wanted to go back ever since. He says it's the most beautiful place on earth. Hmm. Um, you know, I I would love to, I would love to check it out, man. You know, I, if, People, if it's close to someone's heart and they say that, you know, that's where they want to go, then it, there's something to be said about that. Yeah. Now I'm going to share the uh, screen for the Facebook now. And we have, I think, t- almost 20 in the one on my Facebook one. So we're going to try to get through these answers uh, best we can here. So let's share this. All right. So the first answer I have is for Michael Neal. Uh, my gosh, the Czech Republic, uh, Piroge, I think that's how you say it. Uh, cool. Vicky Mullen, Costa Rica, beaches and rainforest. Now that holds a close spot in my heart because, uh, later on down in another question is an answer about Costa Rica. I've been there. I love it. It's absolutely beautiful. And yes, I am planning on going back. Uh, John Hank said, uh, check that as in the Czech Republic. <laughs> Lindsay like Michelle it. says, Italy, Ireland, Scotland, Poland, Germany, and France. Uh, that almost sounds like it's one of, uh, you know, like a European uh, two-week tour. If you like that, yeah. in made all the stops, which, man, that'd be great too. Uh, Dubai for Bolivia. Sarah Liz says, Jamaica. Uh, Martin says Greece. Oh, that'd
1: be a cool one too.
2: Well, speaking of Greece, let's talk a little bit about that. Saul, um, one of our uh hosts on the podcast, he's moving there.
1: Yep, in end of January,
2: yeah, and he's moving from Puerto Rico to there. So, that's a that. I mean, you got to think about that internationally. Like, you're, you're leaving an island to go to somewhat of a mainland halfway around the world. How are you going to get your kayaks there? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. How are you going to get your kayaks there? I uh, we'll have uh, the group chat. It would be so cool if he moves over there and kayak fishing blows up. That'd be awesome, oh. dude. It, like to, to his credit, it, he'd probably be the one who was uh, he'd be the one who was you know like founding this. Yeah. You know. Yep. So I just best wishes for him on that one because that's that's huge. Yep. Uh, Nick Zurich says the Bahamas. Nice. Uh, he said it's the clearest, most beautiful water you'll ever see. He also recommended uh, Grand Cayman as well, and Cancun, and uh, Victoria, British Columbia. Donnie Jenkins, uh, Joenkins, sorry. Donnie was our guest when uh, he was uh, he talked about his uh, he was three months on the Mississippi River paddling for uh, for veterans. That was a good uh, show. And he recommended Tanzania. Tanzanera. Sarah Macy recommends the Grand Caymans. Uh, where else? Grand Caymans as well was actually not only second; it was also third. Uh, third recommendation under that. Hmm. Sandra Grunwald recommends Germany uh, for Oktoberfest. Yes, absolutely. I would. I would love to go to Munson to go to Oktoberfest. That'd be. Oh man, <laughs> I don't think I'd remember it, but I'd love to go. Uh, Justin, Justin Hausner, shout out to Justin, man. Uh, he's he's actually when we're referring to the episodes in the Anorandex, that's uh, that's who my guest was for that. So he said on his list is either Australia or Spain. And I couldn't agree more with Australia. I, if my second choice, I was torn between Iceland and Australia. Uh, I'm definitely with the on uh, going to especially the southern coast of Australia. Uh, he had We have uh, Tony Ka, uh, Sydney, Australia as well. Anna Rodriguez has Greece. She was born there and uh, hasn't seen her family in over 30 years. And underneath her as well is Ariel uh, Fornino Mackey. She has Greece. Uh, She's it's where she became friends with her best friend and husband, and many beautiful places as well as amazing culture. So Saul has a lot to look forward to going to Greece based on everybody's recommendation here. Yeah. Um, Matt Litz has Antarctica, Afghanistan, Canada. God, the list goes on and on, and I I I could second his uh, statement there. And Vicky Mullen again uh, has Skyland Ireland for the haunted castles. You know, I don't know if I could do that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, me either. I don't like that kind of oh, stuff.
2: Oh man, like you know, I, I'm cool and I, I, I had to explain to everybody, like you know, Halloween, it doesn't really do you know, people get really excited about Halloween, and um, you know, they get excited about like the ghost and everything. And I tell people, like, you know, unfortunately being a being a fireman has ruin me for that because i'm always in the mindset of prepare for what's go- like the unexpected what mm-hmm. i'm always waiting for something to hop out somewhere or like something happen because i had to do that like on a daily basis so when people go to haunted house and their screen i just i'm the one laughing at everything yeah
1: never <laughs> so- thought about that
2: but the ghost no nah, man I-, I don't do that ouija board and uh yeah. you know summoning, summoning all all, the- all those uh i serious, <laughs> man. I don't either. Let them rust. <laughs> what do you got, Brad? What does panel and fan uh, have for comments? All right.
1: All right. Same question here. And I'm going to have a hard time uh, pronouncing this one. But Catherine Field says, Kamchatka Peninsula, Extreme Wilderness, and World Class Trophy Salmon and Trout.
2: Okay, I don't know where that is. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Uh, I would probably reckon to say somewhere between maybe uh, in the over in like the Canadian Alaska area, but we'll definitely have to get in contact with her and see. Yeah,
1: and this post only got two uh, replies. So uh, Faith and Fish and Pod they said they'd have to they they. I think I'd have to say Brazil, lots of interesting culture to experience tasty cuisine and the chance to fish a river with biodiversity that rivals the ocean. Hmm.
2: That's an awesome answer. Yeah. Like, you know, and I, I wonder, that's another thing too. Like you see, it's kind of weird. You know, you see American, like in Costa Rica, you see a lot of Americanized culture, you know, down there, but, when you go further south into like the Amazon and Brazil, you know, they probably have a whole different way of fishing than what we do. Yeah. In the States. So it'd be interesting to see how they're catching fish down there as well. I mean, I'm sure you could watch the, uh, um, river monsters and stuff like that, but to actually see it firsthand, you know, it makes you, you know, it makes you think and makes you open your eyes a little bit to how diverse, you know, there, like the saying goes, there's more than one way to catch a fish or skin a cat. Yeah. Cool. All right, so we're gonna move on to the next question here. Uh, next question is, if you could fish one fresh, uh, one fresh water lake, can help if we could fish one freshwater lake or river in the United States, what lake would it be or river would it be, and what species of fish would you uh, go after? So I'm going to start with mine right here. And I'm going to answer both parts because it's my show and I can answer any question I want. (laughs) So, But number one, hands down, bucket list here in the United States, and I said it earlier, is Devil's River in Texas. I like – there's a – and what really inspired me was there's a Yeti – Danny Coolers has shorts or movies. There's short movies and they have long movies. This was a short following a guide with a fly fishing guide uh, on the Devil's River. And we want to talk about in like encompassing everything that I love about nature between hiking, fishing, kayaking, getting in the water to wade fish. It's all there. And they were going after these beautiful smallmouths. They have Big largemouth, and they have the Guadalupe bass in there as well. And but it's like a full day adventure, and it's a it's a multi-day trip that's going on um, down there when they do this. And from what I understand, you can't you have to start upstream and, and go all the way to takeout point because the river's too the flow is too fast to try to go back upstream. So this mm-hmm. is definitely day's floating trip. You're can't you're doing primitive camping. And it's everything that I'd love. And that's why I'd make that my destination in the U S to go uh, devil's river. Now. Go ahead,
1: so that is one of the places that I want to go to too, but there's another one that I think I'd rather go to. Hit me. The new river for smallmouth in West Virginia. Huh and, well, Virginia, West Virginia it runs through both, but oh. it's supposed to be world-class river. Uh, Jody queen fishes it all time. Um Drew Gregory's done videos on it. They have a section, 12-mile section of river that is specifically catch and release only, and it's called the Trophy section. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, it just sounds like a blast. Plus, you got all these huge rapids, and I mean, they're like Class 3, I think. <laughs> it it, it, it could probably get nuts.
2: Yeah, you better, you better have a lot of tie-downs on for, for your gear, man.
1: Yeah, if I'm doing that, I'm doing like a minimal... Like three rods
2: at most. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would also now I'm also going to put in the lake I would like to fish. And I'm only saying this because I with COVID and everything, I got screwed out of it this year. Fortunately, with work, I have to buy by policies that are there, but uh Gunnersville. I, I I need to get to Gunnersville. Uh I've seen the <laughs> the megalons that come out of there. There's big Florida strand bass that come out. I you know what I was we got we got messed up the first time around with COVID for the national championship when it was supposed to happen in March. Then I got pushed back to October. I got couldn't go to that one either. So it's I had to make it a point to go because uh you know it's uh there's world class bass fishing there and there's good smallmouth that come out of there too.
1: Huh I would go down there just for that.
2: <laughs> yeah. And it's all they're all based out cuz it's um, it's all part of the uh Tennessee River. So, mm-hmm. you know, just north of there is uh Chickamauga, mm-hmm. going south it's Wheeler. So that that's all one river. It, so it's the same river just lakes that were flooded uh, and dammed off to uh help with uh with flooding and stuff in those towns and now they're world-class fishery. That's cool. So All right, so I'm going to pull up the Instagram. We're going to check out some of the answers from from our listeners. Let's see here. That came up. So let's go to share screen, Chrome tab, and let's go to – all right, so the next one we got here. All right, so – and I want to say – I don't know if there's – I got to look back on my notes here. Okay, I do have it in my notes. So we didn't have any commented answers on this one. However, though, when uh, the question, it was the asked question on um, on the poll in the story, um, we did have uh, Lake Texoma was a destination for striper. I also had um, anywhere in South Florida to go after peacock bass. Hmm. And I also had um I also had Lake Oke- Okeechobee in uh Florida for giant largemouth. So those were three answers, those were three anonymous answers that came through on the poll on okay. that. One. So we're gonna stop sharing this screen. We're gonna go and share our face Facebook one here. So let's see. Um oops. And then the Facebook, we had some more answers to that as well. All right, and this is uh, yep, four more comments. All right, so Mister Armando, uh, he has Devil's River. <laughs> hey, sorry, sorry, Brad, I beat you to your comment. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Devil's River is on a lot of is on a lot of bucket list here, man. Hmm. Uh, Austin Mitchell, shout out to Austin. He's on our Rocktown fishing team. He's a he is one of the few people who fishes um, out of a kayak, fly fishing for musky. So wow. he he said Saint Clair for musky, or somewhere in Alaska for rainbows uh, on a on a mice fly. Todd Wolf has Alaska anywhere for salmon fishing. Olivia uh, says, Lake Tahoe uh, for piranha. I'll break it to her when we get there. There's no piranha in there. He <laughs> we was watching too many horror movies when that came out. <laughs> uh, Christian Howe. Shout out to Christian Howe. Um, he's actually a local fisherman here in Chicago who writes for um, our local newspaper. Uh, he'll submit articles uh, for fishing around here. And he wants Lake Superior for lakers and whitefish. Cool. And that's all we got on the response for that one.
1: <laughs> we did get, get a few on the uh, Instagram. I already got to pull up. Cool. Let's share that. All right. So the first answer here from kayak crave, Josh Cravens, uh, he says devil's river. So another one, <laughs> Uh, Rough Life Outdoors, Jacob Ruff. Uh, I River for King Salmon. I think that's how you pronounce it.
2: I believe so, yeah.
1: Okay. And then Daniel Perry says uh, Columbia River for Sturgeon.
2: That's – and you know what? A lot of people sleep on that one on the Columbia River because not only are there giant sturgeon – uh i've looked out that way there's giant uh salmon and walleye that come out of that river as well i will say this though i am surprised um we'll have to talk to jay randall but the uh snake ri- i'm surprised nobody said the snake river yeah sturgeon is it that's in idaho right that is in idaho correct yeah i think that's
1: where david Foyt fishes and catches all his big smallmouth.
2: nice yeah yeah i'd love to get on uh Get on out there on the snake river. That'd be cool, man. Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, any river, if you say river, I'm like, wh- where, <laughs> tell me where I'll go.
2: <laughs> All right. So moving on to our next question, very similar to this next question or the last question. This is, uh, if you could fish one, uh, saltwater destination in the States Uni- I'm sorry, scratch that, get ahead of myself. No, I'm not. If you could fish one saltwater destination in the United States Where would it be and what would you and what fish would you choose to go after? So, um, this one's probably an obvious answer and I didn't see a lot of it, but my destination would be Venice, Louisiana for Reds. Mm. That's, I mean, you you, if you Google or if you YouTube Venice, and yes, I'm gonna throw sauce again on uh, Guggen Squad and John B, they made their uh, that they made a, a very good video. Uh, of them fishing and getting their boat stuck because they didn't realize the tide. It was a uh, low tide. Oh man.
3: <laughs> that, was uh, that,
2: that was great. They're all out there trying to push the boat over, over into the, you know, over the hump and back into where the water meets again. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I would definitely go chase after uh bull reds down there, man. That's uh that looks like the place to be. And then, you know, before I leave, go back to um, Bourbon street in New Orleans.
1: Heck yeah. Sounds like a good time. Yeah, buddy. So I'll probably say Texas, and when I get down there, I'm calling doo and I'm saying, let's go and catch some big redfish. Yeah. <laughs> so wherever he recommends, that's where I'm going to go.
2: <laughs> nice. I'm just typing this up in our bar real quick so we can see.
1: Yeah, redfish has always been like a bucket list fish for me man they just they look cool
2: same here and you know i i'd love to get down you know i'd love to get down to the coast and you know i've had redfish i've actually ate redfish and they're very tasty too Hmm. they kind of look like a carp a little bit you know and and that's um that's funny you say that because um you know the way their mouths are too towards the bottom but i are if i'm not mistaken and i might need some you know if correct me if i'm wrong to everyone who's listening but aren't they part of the aren't they part of the drum family i don't know yeah. it's an interesting I, I, question i'm pretty sure they are part of the drum family um because even though they have a bigger body profile uh i want to say they have a lot of similar features because you have um I, I think they call them red drum so yeah. anyone who's, you know, uh saltwater fisherman, doo-doo, if you're out there too, man, uh, if you can answer this one, be great. But I'm pretty sure they're called drum. Hmm. Interesting. Right. So let's go to our – we'll go to my Instagram first for four-star fishing and take some answers here. We did, if I believe correctly, we did get uh, some a few responses out of here. So let's see what we got. All right. So, yeah, here – Oh, you know what? This is another one. Let me go back to the notes. This is another one where they were answered in the poll. So let me close this out. I have that note right here. Okay. So, again, anonymous answers, but I'm just going to throw them out there. Um, We have guys saying uh, Florida Keys. Another answer was – the around okay, orange. I think I have or uh orange beach area, so which would be Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um Port Arthur. So Port Arthur is actually where Doodoo's at. Oh, um, really? Yeah. So okay. that that's like the northeast corner of Texas over there. Uh, oh, here's one. Chesapeake Bay uh was another anonymous answer that I have. And then the last one here, uh, is Crystal River in Florida. So I think that's brackish hmm. water. Brackish water out that way, Crystal River. I want to say, say that's um, I want to say that's just north of like uh, St. Pete Beach area. Okay. So, all right. So we're gonna go over to the face my Facebook, and we're gonna check in on answers from that one. And let's scroll up here.
0: Fun to go like just full blown redneck on these fish
3: this is like high-tech cane
0: pole
1: fishing right
0: here from the white sandy beaches to the crystal blue waters enjoy the best fishing panama city beach has to offer during Chase in the sun sundays at 9 30 a.m eastern on waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment
2: okay so yeah this is our saltwater one we have we only got four so All right, Tall Paul has Florida uh, freshwater canals for peacocks. Yeah, around Miami, that's uh, that's a huge one. Marco Island for Mr. Dan Perry. Uh, Isla Morada, Bradley Johns is saying that, and he wants to go tarpon on the fly. Dude, I'm with you all the way on that one. Tarpon on the fly would be awesome. And then, Brad, you also have your answer here. Is uh hitting up Texas with uh with Dudu. Yeah,
1: cool man. And uh actually our post on the Instagram it only had one comment, and that was uh Bradley
2: John saying Islamorata. Okay, cool. All right, next question: if you could fish uh, any international freshwater, where Uh, Lake or River, where would would you go and what species of fish would you chase? So my answer here, and I think a lot of answers I saw in these comments were kind of amongst the same. I'd like to go to the Amazon for peacock bass.
1: Mm. That would Uh, be
2: cool. Where would you like to go?
1: Um, I said Amazon for the diversity. I mean, it. I was a big River Monsters uh, fan, so Jeremy Wade going to the Amazon. Uh, I saw him get hit in the chest by an arapaima. I was like, that looks <laughs> cool. I want to do that. <laughs> but yeah, it would be awesome. That's another uh, That's another uh, bucket list fish. And then uh, I can't remember if the Goliath tiger fish was in the Amazon or not.
2: I'm not 100% sure of that one. But yeah
1: the diversity of the amazon
2: river i think it'd be cool absolutely um let's pull up the instagram and actually let's see here all right so and we're gonna share the screen i love this feature man sharing the screen yeah this is pretty cool i like it all right so this one has, let's see here. I, I got one reply on Instagram, but I got, a, I got a few that were on the Facebook account. So um, definitely Southeast Australia for uh, Murray Cod or the Amazon for Peacock Bass. And that's coming from uh, Jeremy Mitchell Fishing. So Jeremy, thanks for your answer there on the Instagram. And now let's stop this and pull up Facebook.
1: The panel and fin uh, page got quite a bit of answers on a Instagram.
2: Yeah, I, I did see that, man. All right, so let's go up. All right. Oh, you know what? I that's probably where it was was the panel and fin uh olivia wants to go after pir- some more piranhas uh in the amazon so she's going with me on this one Heck yeah, that'd <laughs> be right. cool too yeah i mean you know you'd have to you're like you know there's piranhas and you get the whole stigma of like you put your foot in it's yeah be- <laughs> yeah go ahead and share uh the with fin man yep i'm already here cool Let's add that to the stream. All right. Uh-oh. You lost your mic. Crap. All right. So 50, let's go with 5630.
1: Here we go. I, I got it. Right.
2: <laughs> I was just writing down. I was doing what Brian told us to do is write down those times. So yeah. I marked it at 5630. So just start over and I'll mark it at like uh, 57, you know, whenever you start talking. Okay.
1: All right, so here we have Old Town Canoes. They commented on our uh, post here on uh, Instagram. Yeah, they put uh, Kamchatka for uh, white spotted char. Wow. Wow. I'm going to have a little bit of trouble (laughs) uh, uh, pronouncing some of these words. Um, Faith in Fish and Pod said the Esquibo River in Guyana would be really high on the list even harder to answer though uh, is what species to target red uh big red tailed catfish vampire fish wolf fish you name it i want to grow that life list that sounds good good answer kayak dude 7 says amazon for peacocks yep he does
2: <laughs>
1: yeah witty outdoors amazon river for giant peacocks on top water
2: <laughs> man you know, and you see what's in Florida, and I, I've seen there's a I think this guy's named Steve Townsend, Amazon angler. They like some of the peacock bass that he pulls out of the Amazon are insane. Yeah,
1: I bet. I bet they get real big down there too. Oh, yeah. All about the bronze. Uh, Josh Shrinko from the Smolly Talk podcast, he commented on. He said
2: South Africa to catch some
1: smallmouth, which
2: that blew my mind. Mine too. I saw that comment. I'm like, whoa. I knew there was largemouth, and Bassmasters just did an article about three, four months ago about uh, the trophy largemouth bass that are in South Africa.
1: Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, smallmouth, though, yeah, I would have never guessed there were smallmouth here. in South Africa. That's crazy. Um, Let's see. R. Jones Fishing, Ebro River in Spain. They have a huge catfish there. Another one for Peacock Bass from Online Outdoorsman. Cool. Um, Filipino Fishing Ninja. (laughs) Great name. I like it. He says, Lake Calarea, Homeland Philippines, fishing for largemouth bass that the U.S. government introduced long ago for the GIs. And he he said, Secrets. And then he tagged Jay Randall and Brian Schiller. They don't know about sticking to the weeds over there. (laughs) (laughs) and that was the last one for that one cool
2: yeah i mean you know given given the response and those are some great answers man and the philippines you know and i'm surprised to so the philippines was one but i was also surprised that japan wasn't uh mentioned in in this yeah and i only say japan because we're we are importing a lot of japanese lures especially mega bass Look how big those lures Heck. have grown on the U.S. market. You know, I, and I'm curious. I, I don't think the bass there are tremendously big, but enough to where it would make a, you know, a, there's enough of a market out there where they're making excellent lures. Yeah.
1: Well, oh, so, jackhammers from over there. right. Oh yeah,
2: Jack, Jackhammer. Yeah. Yep.
1: It's, it's, world record it's, bass is from Japan too, right? I think so, yeah. Something like that.
2: Yeah, so... The Japanese market is coming this way, and there's bass out that way as well. Yep. Cool. All right. So we got, in terms of fishing, we got one last question for fishing here. And that's going to be, if you could fish any international saltwater destination, where would it be, and what species of fish would you chase after? Mm. So mine, I had hinted at it earlier in the podcast, and it's Costa Rica. Now, I've been to Costa Rica. Uh, I've been to the uh, Guanacantes area, which is nor- the Northwest Pacific region. And we were there. We caught tuna. We we had a good time. But they have the International Marlin Cup out there, and I would love to be a part of that. That is 100% probably some of the most addru- – there's the Marlin run on the Pacific side is – absolutely huge in the winter time uh, down that way. And you get a whole international draw to this area of Costa Rica to go and catch 300 pound plus Marlin. It <laughs> doesn't wow. sound like a good time. I don't know what does, but what would be even cooler is doing like a Robert field style going out on the ocean in a kayak and hooking up to one of those beasts and having it full year round. Yeah. So, that's my choice for this answer. What do you got? Um, I don't I didn't really know what to think
1: of for this one. Yeah, I am you know, I'm not real big on international stuff or saltwater, but I don't know, is the Mediterranean Sea saltwater? It sure is. I would go and try that. I don't know what's over there, but that that whole area of the world seems like it's cool.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, and, and I think this question, I didn't realize the, what, the response wasn't too great, but it also kind of made you think that, you know, going on beyond the scope of where we're actually at, um, you know, in terms of saltwater fishing, mm-hmm. I think a lot of it is is kind of almost the same throughout. It's just pick your c- scenery of what you want to go for. Mm-hmm. But we'll pull up the – uh We'll pull up the Instagram. I don't think I got anything on it real quick. Before I share the screen, I'm just going to verify and double-check that. And, yeah, this this one didn't get too much of a response back, um, which that's all right. You know, that's – this also showed, too um, – oh, you know what? I take that back. We have two here. Let me share this. Okay. Let's go to share screen okay so we have two answers here uh once again from austin mitchell and cosmodello uh for now hang on that got cut out somewhat let's see here Oops. i want to say that says um Auto call on the on the GTS on the fly, so Cosmodelo is in Mexico, and okay. then uh, and then Mike Ruka, shout out to Mike, local guy here. He says, "Take me back to Punta Canta for another 250 pound Marlin." Hmm. Right yeah. with you there, man. That'd be great. Then let's double check the Facebook from mine. I don't think I got a lot of response back on this one.
0: Um. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts every Thursday night from 7 to 10 PM Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.
2: Yeah.
1: It seemed seem like the uh the rivers and the lakes ones got the most popular responses.
2: Yeah, you know, and, and the two responses I have are from uh once from uh from Sarah Nikiture again. Uh she has the uh Mexico for maihi mm-hmm. And then Nick uh also said chimed in with Costa Rica as well again. And we were together on that ship in Costa Rica. So okay. Nothing too much for that one, which is you know, if you don't go beyond the scope, it's you know, it's not that big of a deal, but you know, it's something to think about. And these are questions that you know not a lot of people dabble in. So, you know, it's all good on that one. Did anything come up on our uh on our paddle and fin page?
1: Yeah, just one here.
2: All right, what do you got?
1: All right, you got it on the screen? Yep. All right, uh, never lost gear. All they right. On our post. Yeah. They said that's a hard one. Always wanted to visit Australia. They have some amazing looking rivers. Would love to get the HD Kusa on. As for what species they would target, anything that's biting.
2: There you go. So that's they kind right. of have the
1: mind, mindset I do about Saltwater, I
2: guess. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. So we are done with the questions in regards to fishing and travel destinations here. Um, I'm going to go ahead and remove your screen. But the next and the last question I have posed today, and there really wasn't a much in response to my Facebook or the Instagram for four star fishing, which. Is good. I mean, no news is good news. I guess. I guess I'm doing something. (laughs) But the question today is, what would you like to hear more or less of, in addition or in addition to, of off the water podcast? And you know, I I answered my own question. And something I'm going to do on this podcast is uh, more international destinations. Mm -hmm. That's something I'd like to kind of. And it's funny that that leads into this, but I like to draw attention to what else is going on in the world? Cause we, we look primarily here in the States, mm-hmm. but you brought up a good point with, uh, so going to Greece, mm-hmm. you know, what, what, what kind of, uh, fishing scenes going on there or what's going on in Ireland or Australia? Because Australia was a destination for the uh, Hobie world cup. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we don't, we don't really talk about it. So I really want to start pulling more of those international destinations and, and bringing light to those. Uh, so in addition to destinations here in the U S Canada and Mexico, go international as well around the world,
1: man. I think it would be real cool for you to have some of those guys that participate in Hobie worlds to talk about their area of the country.
2: Yeah. yeah. That's, you know, th- and that's exactly why we're doing this just to throw out ideas to, you know, that that's a, that's great, man. Thank you for that. Yep. I'm writing that down right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have a good idea every now and then.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's your idea. And I honestly, I did, we didn't get anything. on. Mi- I know I didn't get anything on mine today um, just because I checked them right before the show. However, on the paddle and fin, uh, when I did see there was a comment, if you want to pull that one up. Yeah,
1: it's a pretty long uh, comment here which is, it's pretty cool. It looks like he's a new listener. Yeah. I actually tagged uh, Ryan and Sean in this. Cause it sounds like some of the stuff he would uh, cover in his segment. But if you're ready, I got it here. Here we go. He says new angler here, just discovered your podcast and like it. If you could cover questions, concepts, you can, if you've covered these questions and comments, concepts, you can ignore But he says, one, fish finder utility in shallow versus deep water. How to work different cover areas, uh, fishing along submerged grass lines first or over them, attack submerged trees distantly or proximally first. How to build a collection of rods. In general, what do you switch bait types of uh, bait colors first? If you're struggling to get by, it's explaining significance of overcast versus uh, sunny versus windy um, general rules of thumb to follow under different conditions, what kind of maintenance for reels and kayaks need to be done and how the heck you figure out strength of braid <laughs> to what strength leader. So like I said, I tagged Ryan and Sean in those comments and I said, here are some show ideas for you guys from a listener. Cause I, I feel like those would fit their segment pretty well.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And then I also went ahead and uh, and I DM'd uh, him. And this is not yet Bassmaster's, not yet a Bassmaster. And we, I did go ahead DM him. I asked him, you know, um, if he's, you know, or I I referred him to the Noob section, but I asked him if he has free time to uh, even have a Skype because I want to make sure, you know, he he reached out. He asked these questions, and at least from us. from Paddle and Finn to make sure he gets his answers. Yeah. So I have a little chat with him. Um, send them off to Ryan and um, in Sean's way, On because I know a lot of these are answered in some of these podcasts. But have a conversation with the gentleman and, and make sure he gets the most out of it, especially being a new and being new to, to the sport, man. You know, it's awesome to get guys to come out and ask for help like this. So, you know, shout out to not yet a Bassmaster, but we're here to help you
1: yeah for real i mean he he's coming on a bunch of my posts too lately and if he if you hear this man send me a message and ask me some questions i'm not an expert like i said earlier but i'll help you out
2: yeah for sure well that is going to wrap up 2020 um you know i didn't tell you this right away but do you want to play a little game sure
1: i think i know Uh, it's coming
2: <laughs> the game of true confessions. Yep. <laughs> uh, you listen to the podcast, you know how this game goes. Or do you? I do a little bit, I think. Okay. So I'm going to tell you a statement or a story or something of the like. And it's for you to whether it's for you to decide whether that's a true story, true statement, so on and so forth, or give me the bullshit flag and uh call me <laughs> on it. And you're gonna do the same, and I had to decipher yours. Okay, so here we go. Once upon a time, uh, this is going back two, three, four, four years ago. I was out in your area. I had gone to uh, Sandusky, Ohio. I had taken my little brothers for their sixteenth birthday to Cedar Point, and while at Cedar Point. You know, you get to see. Uh, I want to say that's Port Clinton. I'm not sh- too sure of what's actually what that harbor is there, but it's it's there in Sandusky. Um, but anyhow, me and my sister and the and the twins, we were there, and while we were walking up and down Cedar Point, there's guys who are along the banks fishing, and one of the guys who was fishing starts screaming right away. And we're like, what the hell's going on? He's like, I've been bit. I've been bit. He grabs the snake and he throws it into the park. <laughs> Everyone starts screaming because there's this giant snake now in the park terrorizing all the patrons of Cedar Point. And I could not help but laugh because I knew it was a water snake, so it wasn't anything venomous. But people just see a flying snake that just bit somebody and run in sheer terror. <laughs> That's
1: funny. I'm gonna say it's true. Absolutely.
2: Oh, Heck I can watch yeah. that up. <laughs> and then I remind and shortly after that, there was uh that dirty jobs uh show with uh uh and they were along the along going along Lake Erie right there and collecting these snakes to do uh data analysis on them. So yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh yeah, that 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 made it worth the whole trip. <laughs>
1: All right. So it's my turn.
2: Yeah, it's your turn.
1: All right. So the, one of the funniest stories that comes to mind, I guess, is uh, a lot of people that know me, I listen to metal and uh, I, I drag my wife along with me to <laughs> concerts and stuff. So one time we went to a day to remember concert up in Cleveland and uh, I look I was looking over at her just like, you know, jamming stuff like that. And I look over at her. She's like, I, I want to crowd surf. I was like, all right. So I picked her up, put her over, put her over on top of the, you know, whatever, the crowd. And everybody started pushing up on her. Well, she started getting a little seasick and threw up over all over the top of the head of one guy. And I was just sitting there. I was like, what the heck was <laughs> happening, dude? That was crazy.
2: <laughs> dude, you can't make that up.
1: Yeah, I can. I'm a good liar. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just thought you were lying that you'd like the day to remember. That's nah, a- they're, all right. <laughs> yeah, they're all right. I only listened to them when I was working out today. <laughs> hey,
1: that that well part of the story is true. I mean, my wife, that's her one of her favorite bands. We love going to concerts and stuff. I love metal. Hey man. But I'd the like puking, your- puking never happened.
2: I remember we, we were looking through pictures the other day, and we you know all the uh, pictures we took at concerts. Like, remember when we used to go concerts and see people play live? Yeah, I sure miss those days. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: I I can't wait. I kind of want to go see Springs Red live.
2: Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Right now they usually tour and they do their Christmas, They do their Christmas uh yeah theme.
1: Yeah, they're doing it all streaming right now on their cool.
2: website. You got to buy a ticket. Ah, that's cool well and you know what man those guys i they're this whole impact of that you know the music industry you know especially for smaller artists man it's <laughs> it was hard to begin with it it's even harder now yeah i believe it so well brad i want to thank you for coming on the show um thank you for answering these questions with me and, and thank you for putting out these questions on the panel and fan uh, on all our social media platforms for guys to answer. Um, no problem. I think the show was a pretty good success. I, you know what, the comments we got and the feedback we got were excellent. So I definitely look forward to doing another show like this. Uh, yeah. But it was really cool, man. And again, yeah, our- it
1: has my brain uh, uh, brainstorming here a little bit for some stuff. Good idea.
2: Yeah, and it gives our listeners uh, a chance to interact with us, man. So, mm-hmm. all good all around. So, you yep. guys, last show for 2020. Just give a quick shout-out to Rocktown Adventures, Wicked Weights, and TRC, and everyone who's sponsored and supported this uh, podcast, not only the uh, Off the Water segment, but Paddle and Finn as a whole. So, mm-hmm. thank you guys for making us have another successful year, and – We look forward to 2021. Till then, I'll see you guys off the water. Peace. See ya.
3: PNF20 and save 20% on all your jig and tackle needs.
0: Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern, presented by Abyss Battery. Waypoint TV.